Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. It's episode number 2,379, and normally this is supposed to be a daily dose of Star Wars joy. I... I have to say that there are some occasions that seem to override what would otherwise be a day where we could talk about Star Wars, certainly for our own enjoyment, or the very least as a bit of escapism from a very difficult and challenging time. But the events of Wednesday, January 6th are such that it just does not seem like I can in any sort of good conscience continue on with a normal episode. I have to admit though that even with all the time that I spent watching the news reports and scrolling Twitter to see what was happening with this insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, I still was thinking about Star Wars and in particular I was thinking about George Lucas and about the prequel trilogy. When Lucas set out to write the prequel trilogy, to write these stories, Yes, it was about Anakin Skywalker, right? It is the Skywalker saga, and the stories would have to depict his descent into the dark side and his transformation into the being known as Darth Vader. But at the same time, we also had to get the story of how the Galactic Republic fell and how the Galactic Empire rose out of the ashes. And Lucas, of course, is a student of mythology, a student of history. He has drawn on real-world events in order to create his fictional universe. The original trilogy is famously inspired by the Vietnam War, and the fall of the Republic as depicted in Revenge of the Sith in particular is very much inspired by the events of Nazi Germany in the 1930s and the execution of Order 66 with the murder of all the Jedi is very much inspired by something that's referred to as the Night of the Long Knives where Hitler ordered the assassinations of a number of political opponents. So I've been thinking from time to time over the course of the day today, and I'm recording this, it's uh, 11 p.m. Eastern right now on Wednesday the 6th as I'm recording this. I've been thinking from time to time throughout the day about the prequel trilogy and about what you know, I know and have read about Nazi Germany over the last couple of years and what I've seen developing with this administration over the past four years and in particular over the past couple of months. The notion of manufacturing a conflict really kind of struck me today on a couple of levels. I mean, the war that happens in the prequel trilogy obviously is an actual war. There is an actual separatist alliance. And yes, in our real world, there are Republicans and Democrats. And so, yes, there is certainly conflict between the two parties. But this notion of all the people who stormed the Capitol today, there are conservatives on right-wing media who are proposing, who are suggesting, who are theorizing that the people who stormed the Capitol are not in fact 
these right-wing domestic terrorists, but they are actually Black Lives Matter protesters or Antifa protesters in disguise and that this is some sort of false flag operation. And that got me thinking about the Reichstag fire that took place in Germany in 1933, not long after Hitler became chancellor, and the idea was that they were trying to end democracy through as legal of means as they possibly could, but weren't having any success with it. And so they had a fire in the Reichstag, which was the German, um, you know, congressional equivalent, if you will. And that turned out to be you know, possibly a lone actor and maybe even with historical evidence many decades after the fact, a false flag operation in its own right, where it was actually the Nazis who you know, got the fire going so that way they could say the communists are trying to take over everything and we need these emergency powers, which then, you know, sends me to thinking about Palpatine and his emergency powers and how he never laid them down, even when he said that he was going to as soon as he could. And thinking about Obi-Wan's observation about the emperor just wanting power for the sake of it. Actually, I think he talks about politicians in general in that regard, not necessarily just the emperor, but certainly Palpatine, he identifies as being very politically savvy. So sometimes the parallels are not always exact and you know that's okay. And in fact, sometimes the differences are kind of telling as well. Like if you think about how in Revenge of the Sith, the Galactic Senate was certainly very supportive of the Emperor when he dissolved the Republic and announced the creation of the first Galactic Empire, considering the you know, things that happened with the Jedi Order, or at least the way that Palpatine pitched it to the galaxy. That seemed to work, whereas here in our real world, there wasn't any sort of attack like that, even though there are some pundits on the right wing who are trying to make it sound like that. And senators and congresspeople instead, who were initially supporting the whole objection to the Electoral College thing, most of them are now backing down from those objections. And so it just seems like it was just a political stunt for them instead. And they did not have the courage of that seditious conviction, not when actual violence was on the table, which seems shocking to them, and I honestly don't know how it was shocking to anyone at this point. And, you know, obviously applying a previously told story and its framework to something that happens in the real world after the fact is, you know, it's not going to be a perfect fit by any stretch of the imagination. And maybe it's even silly to consider the possibility of processing a real world event through the filter of a movie you saw previously, let alone a Star Wars movie. And yet, and yet, every time I watched footage or, you know, listened to the comments from senators and congresspeople and, you know, media outlets and you know pundits on all sides of the spectrum about this i don't know how <laughs> to deal with it in any other way except to try to get a foothold in something that you know i love and trust which is star wars storytelling and use that as 
a safety line for all intents and purposes. Use it as some sort of life preserver to let me try to grapple with the enormity of what happened in this country today. We are going to move on from it in some fashion. And in fact, as I'm recording this, Congress is back in session ratifying the results from the Electoral College. So, you know, things continue to move forward. But this is such an unprecedented situation and it's not over. We are not done with the ramifications of what happened in this country today by any stretch of the imagination. And maybe ultimately some Star Wars storytelling that comes down the line will help us to reconcile some of the absolutely destructive forces that have been at work in our nation, not just in the last four years, but in the last 40 years, the last 400 years even. But, you know, in good conscience, I just could not talk to you today about the diminishment of the force among the Jedi, actually, bizarrely enough, in the timeline of Revenge of the Sith. You know, with everything that happened today, I just, I couldn't in good conscience do it. And I'm hopeful that you can understand that situation and that, you know, maybe you could use a little bit of processing yourself in some way, whether you are here in the U.S. or you've been observing it from outside our borders. This is such a, a strange and challenging time. And we still have a lot of work to do. You know, this, you know, long national nightmare that we've been having is far from over, but I am hopeful, I continue to be hopeful that maybe, just maybe, this country might wake up in stages and degrees, might even consider the notion of lucid dreaming, of becoming aware of the nightmare that we're in and starting to maybe, just maybe, take action and take hold of it and be able to turn it back into something that we can all agree on, that we can all benefit from, that we can all use to boost each other up instead of tear each other down. So anyway, that is where I'm going to leave things with you today. And hopefully the events of the day this drops, Thursday the 7th of January, will be comparatively less momentous and we can get back to talking about uh, more comparatively frivolous things I hope but for now it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be